Hi, this is Jonas Scott, and thanks for listening to the She Anime Podcast. See ya. Welcome to She Anime Podcast, where four online friends who watch way too much anime come together and talk about it. This week, we will be talking about our top 10 anime. And although this might not be one of our spoiler-heavy episodes, we still do not claim to be a spoiler-free podcast. Now, we may be talking about mature themes and content, so if that's not for you, that's totally fine. And if you're sticking around, please enjoy. Hey guys, and welcome back to She Anime Podcast. Today we are talking about an exciting topic and one that's either really easy for some people or really difficult for some people <laughs> yeah. like myself. Really, <laughs> We're difficult. talking our top 10 anime list today. Listeners, you finally get to dive in and see what each and every one of our anime preferences are like and get to know us a little better. Bonus, we have a special guest today and with me as always are Kido, Kenzie, and Kat and our special guest, Pete, from What Do You Say Anime Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Shay, and I'm indecisive, so ask me again in a year or two, and I guarantee this list will be different. <laughs> I'm Keto, and this took way too much effort. I don't rank shit for a reason. <laughs> I'm Kenzie, and I don't really get ranking things, but I gave it a shot. I'm Kat, and I've been waiting for this episode. <laughs> it's easy for me, by the way, guys. Hey, and uh, I'm Pete, and I love making lists of everything. So this is a uh, this is perfect for me, and I'm really happy to be here. We're really happy to have you. We're very excited. So, Pete, before we get into it, tell us a little more about yourself and what do you say, anime? Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Pete. I host an anime podcast called What Do You Say, Anime. We've been a anime podcast for about two and a half years. I got into it actually based off of one of my top ten. Uh, animes of all time that actually inspired me to do the podcast so I'm really happy to be here and share my list and you know talk with other anime podcasters I'm definitely trying to get more involved in the community and the scene and talking just with other people let's see what they what their opinions have because the world is the anime world is so diverse in terms of what people find and as their number one maybe it's critically acclaimed and maybe it's something they just had a whole bunch of fun with so it's really fun to just talk about different uh, tastes and genres and preferences and stuff like that. So I'm really looking forward to this episode. Yeah, we're really happy to have you. We also are trying to get more involved in the anime podcast community via bringing guests and doing guesting on other podcasts. So and I'm glad this is like the perfect episode for you. Yes. So we are going to dive into it, but we are going to do this backwards so we can have a big reveal on what our number one anime is. The cream of the crop, the best of the best in our book. So let's start off with some honorable mentions. Now, these did not make it to our top 10, but what two or three or four ish anime <laughs> almost made your top 10 list and four ish or five ish why or five ish or six okay and 99 why did they not make the top 10 like what made them fall just short of that top 10 list let's start off with our guest pete Sure. Uh, yeah. So I have a, a very extensive top 100 list that I update quarterly. It was so impressive. Oh, my it's God. Really it was very impressive. impressive. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so Baxter, I do data analytics for a living. So uh, making lists and crunching numbers and stuff like that is like my go to. And with anime, it just makes That's... perfect sense uh, for uh, me. There we go. A, a few that didn't make the list. One is called my teen romantic comedy snafu, which is uh, reminds me a lot of my high school dating age. Um, a lot of remembrance about the good old times back in high school. 
Uh, Laid Back Camp, which is my go-to comfort anime when I just want to sit back, relax. Not it's there's zero stress involved. It's just it's just a good time. And then Code Geass, which is sort of the show that resonated with me in terms of like critically thinking about anime more than just like having fun, but like diving into stuff like soundtracks, directors, mm-hmm. animation, stuff like that. It really uh, struck a nerve with me in terms of how I view my anime. So I, I added that to my almost top 10 list. Mm. Good choices. Good yeah. choices. I really Excellent. like Code Geass. Yeah. I was going to say yes. Code Geass made it. Yeah. <laughs> to my list. <laughs> 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 we know we know the great, great honorable mention. <laughs> Kenzie, go ahead. Give us your honorable mentions. All right, Pete, you don't know me very well, but hi, I'm the resident sad anime lover. <laughs> so most of the ones that didn't make my list that were honorable mentions were those like fun romantic comedies or like romantic pieces that I also enjoy, but they're never just going to make that like a, that critical like 10 list because sure. I had three criteria. Did it make me feel? <laughs> Did it make me think? And was it pretty? So... <laughs> That was it. That was all of it was. And so Yona the Dawn, Maid Sama, Anahana definitely made me feel. <laughs> but I, I don't remember if I blocked it from my memory because it was so sad no. or like it just wasn't as memorable as some of the other ones I've seen. No. Um, but I love all of those things. I love all those uh, series, but they just they didn't hit and weren't as memorable as the ones that I have in my list. Kat, what about you? Cat, I gotta <laughs> say, I read this and it broke my heart a little I bit. I knew I that it would break your heart. I knew it would. I honestly, I mean, you knew see it would what sweater I'm wearing today. Uh, <laughs> we know. Everybody's gonna break each other's hearts a little bit on this. Oh, like 100%. 100%. We're gonna all break each other's hearts. Uh, so, honorable mentions was really hard for me to do. Um, but I do have three for sure that are they're like my favorites but they just they just didn't quite make the cut for a lot of my other favorites um Haikyuu obviously I'm I wish crying. this could be in my top oh, 10 sorry. but it just like barely <laughs> missed like literally I'm like if there was one less anime on my top 10 list it would have been in there but it's or one more season of Haikyuu we're gonna get it okay we're gonna get it we're gonna get it closer my theory is gonna come true because i've manifested it so you've manifested it 100 percent. yes uh and then you know clearly you guys everybody here you guys know how much haiku means to all of us so it you know it had to be at least mentioned for me um seraph of the end um Vampires, vampires, vampires. Do I need to say anything <laughs> else for why it's an honorable mention for me? Because <laughs> vampires, like, come on, guys. I love vampires, and Sarah for the End is absolutely one of my favorites. Um, one of the reasons, though, that it didn't make the top 10 is because the anime ended too soon. If this was like a top 10 manga list, the manga would probably make my top 10 because the manga is so good, and I wish that more people were reading it. It's a monthly release in Shonen Jump. And they just why I stopped. They just released the newest chapter. I had to stop. Tell me what it's done. Um, but yes, uh, so Seraph of the End, definitely not quite top 10 anime material, but top 10 manga material, possibly. Um, and then Noragami. So, like Seraph of the End, Noragami, um, the anime ended too soon. And I wish there was more, but it literally only has two seasons 
I really wish there was more. And again, uh, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Women in anime. Noragami was written by a woman. And you guys know how much we love our female written plots. And I just wish that they had adapted more of the material. So, Kido, how about you? You all have to understand that I feel like 11 through 15, 11 through like 20 was probably easier. Than <laughs> like I, I was like, yeah, good. But it's okay. It's a weird kind of vibe when you're trying to create a top 10, because I guess some people just like some people have criteria based on, you know, their own preferences. And I understand that you guys know I'm like the nostalgia queen. So I was like, will this be filled with all old? But then I was like, but there's some new good and I don't know. And then I was like, I love this. It brought me joy, but is it good enough? like figure like actually good enough to be a top 10 anime for me it was a very stressful process Kenzie knows I called and cried about it a lot but (laughs) I made a list literally when I say in two months I will change my mind but it's fine but in the meantime our honorable mentions shout out to skate the infinity uh was very it's literally like 12 because I read too much of that fandom um (laughs) the melancholy of Haruhi Suzumiya the throwback for some of y'all that probably oh. are less into the new, uh, more into the new frame. It was such a classic piece. Mm-hmm. Like the, the entirety of this story, it's a little odd, but everything about it kind of was like the a stamp on where an anime kind of retook off in mm-hmm. the later 2000s. Most people never watched it to know that it was like at the end of the first era, but into the second. Like it's 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 br- it's brilliant, mm-hmm. um, y'all. Again, the nostalgia wins for this a little bit. I love me some Naruto. It was never going to make my top 10, but I can't just ignore it while I'm talking about things I love. Uh, back on the old school uh, train, Wolf's Reign. Fantastic. <laughs> too sad to make my top 10. Fuck that. <laughs> Way um, too sad. If it's too Way sad, too I can't make my top 10. If I'm like, I can cry. Like, it's not going to make my top 10 if I haven't cried at least once during it. But like, I can't be sad. <laughs> that's just sad, but it deserves to be mentioned. Y'all gonna laugh at this one, but Digimon season one and two. That's okay, but it slaps. It's the last time shit. y'all watched Digimon, y'all was probably kids. But I have both of those seasons downloaded to my computer. So I when I tell y'all go back and rewatch them, they're fucking they're fucking good. Uh and Fruits Basket, because I love manga to death. And if I was gonna rank some of the manga on my like shelf versus the anime, they would beat things out, but this was not a manga list. This was an mm-hmm. anime list. And while the new Fruits Basket anime was excellent, it still wasn't enough to squeak its way in. And then one personal shout out to Death Note. It could have been top 10 if it wasn't a little bitch. Like if it was just one through 25 and ended <laughs> the way it was supposed to, could have been top 10. But right now, it's not even top 20. Pisses me off. Episode 26 <laughs> through 37, ruined the game. Shay, what you got? So as I said, my list is ever changing because I will watch a new anime and be so trigger happy about it that I'm like, oh, so this new anime is my number three now, right? (laughs) (laughs) So you're not going to see a lot of older stuff that I've watched on here, but a lot of newer stuff. So honorable mentions and probably the past year that I've watched because my top 10 is probably consisted of the like last year or two. um, Akudama Drive. So good. Um, Tokyo Revengers. Not enough to make the top 10. It was good. No. I'll support you. I'll you know support what? you, Shay. Um, no. One Punch Man. Love me some comedy, but also some uh, action. And then Odd Taxi. Which... I'm going to watch that for you. I no, please. You keep I saying don't you like will. anime. I know. But, no, 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 I will, though. Because the twist you get me at the end, 
got me real intrigued and I might I just, suffer. I, I gotta like get my brain Kito, ready for animals though. Keto just says Keto just says I don't like animals. <laughs> I don't. I'm so sorry. That's my personality flaw and I've accepted it. <laughs> It's okay. We know that you're never going to watch Beastars and that's okay. I tried. That's okay. Shay and I I got that Jonah anime. But I am still the only one who has watched Odd Taxi, but I think Pete, you've seen it, right? Yeah, as I mentioned, we actually do like a group review in our podcast and we reviewed like 75 different shows and Odd Taxi is our highest rated show of all time. See y'all. Come on. Listen, I'm gonna, I gotta get ready. I See, gotta be I'd, ready. I'd say get on the train, but instead get on that taxi. taxi? You know? Come on. Yeah. Get in the taxi. Get in the taxi. Let's go. <laughs> it, I mean, like, other than it being a Crunchyroll original, which might have put that as all the nominations that it got, it still deserves some of the nominations. Um, I'm still baffled for... <laughs> by the uh, comedy one. Why <laughs> was it on comedy? <laughs> I Look, on taxi, um, get you an anime that'll do it all. Get you, you know what true for real but anyways let's move on to we're gonna go from the bottom up so we're gonna go from like the bottom five on our top 10 list and why are they in your top 10 why are they the number that they are why why is it number 10 instead of number one and what do you like and dislike about them we'll start this one off with kenzie Shay, you're asking a lot of questions that make it seem like I put like so much thought, but like it was so random. It was like, like it was such a funny time. (laughs) This one feels like a seven. (laughs) I just get that vibe from that. You know, like it's it's got 10 vibes. Okay. So (laughs) Given was my number 10 because the music alone was just incredible. I screamed those songs in my car for, for like a total year. Um, and the story was pretty strong. I just had some issues with a little bit of bits and pieces that I didn't really like. Um, and it, it was just solid. So I put it at 10. Uh, Violet Evergarden is number nine. It has the most beautiful animation ever. Um, and things like sh- how the shots are lined up or how the scenes are sketched out, I guess, and um, how the, the music plays into it. And I really like the idea of exploring the life after death and living with grief but the story was really slow um slowly paced and it felt a little predictable for me um and I also think I went into it with a different idea of what it was going to be so that probably affected how I looked at it um number eight I have attack on titan it could be higher but it's not I was gonna say you know what that surprised me I thought attack on titan would be in your top five it could it's not very pretty um, it's beautifully animated, but it's not pretty. And that's like, it, they're, it's made after the manga. Like, that's just on them. Um, ugly, you could say it. It's ugly. Yeah. <laughs> Mikasa's like pretty and Armin's adorable. And that's that's what I got. Um, I also dropped off for a while in the middle because they kept just giving us more questions than answers. And then I'm all like forever going to be upset that we hyped up the basement so much. And then when we found out what the basement oh, was, the we already knew basement. that. And it was just like some journals, spoiler alert. But like, I was so mad. <laughs> I was so upset by that. Um, number seven is To Your Eternity. Uh, beautiful, tragic. Uh, I can't wait for more. I started reading the. If you can make me start reading the manga when the anime finishes, I know you're a really good anime. So, or a really good storyline. Um, or traumatic. I was gonna say, I was like, I was I'm like, going to manga for the ask, trauma. I'm like, ask Kido because hey, Kido, ask me what happens in the manga as I. I'm read like, it, I do so believe that episode she was is called "Make Kido Cry Part One." Oh, well, there's <laughs> several parts. There were several parts. Pete, I'm embarrassed, but it's the truth. I cried a lot. <laughs> uh, 
I cried so much to two-year eternity. It was so thank you. I'm sad as fuck. I cried. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm like, we we cried. We definitely okay, cried, but Keto grossly Kito cried. <laughs> it took Keto a week to watch the second episode. Okay, the first episode. Let me stop. We are not here to talk about me no, crying. That's not. Kenzie, get back to another episode, episode in a couple it. weeks, y'all. <laughs> God, why is it always me? <laughs> number six i have jose the tiger and the fish i know it's a movie i didn't know if we were including movies but i sure have does. two on my list um it was beautiful mm-hmm. um and it has a really happy ending but it has feeling mixed throughout um it's also highlighting important topics um while also showing that everyone deserves wings and to go where they need to and follow their dreams um similarly number five is a silent voice um, similar to the Jose reasons, but we're also getting with both uh, disability representation, which is not a huge thing in Japan. It's slowly mm-hmm. becoming a thing, but um, it's been a long time coming. So I really love it. And Silent Voice was also beautiful. Uh, that one was also really sad, but a happier ending as well. Um, I watched it on my birthday, which I don't think was a good choice. But I, kept <laughs> hearing, I kept hearing about a silent voice. And I was like, I told my friend we were quarantined. So we like zoomed and watched it. And I was like, I want to watch this movie. And then by the end, I was like, I didn't want to cry. On my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, by the end, you're just like, why did I choose did I this? Anyways, um, so those are my bottom Five? I don't know how to say yeah, that. Yeah, like five through and ten. Nine, five eight, through seven, ten. Six, five, six, I guess. Bottom six. Now. Oh, um, cat. Okay. <clears throat> so, number ten. Um, and I will say that this is my only isekai on my list, so leave me alone. <laughs> how do you? That but time I got reincarnated fantasy. as a slime. It's not my only fantasy. It's not my only <laughs> fantasy, fantasy. But it is my, it is my only, it is my only isekai. Uh, so that time I got reincarnated as a slime, you guys literally have watched me fall in love with this show over the course of season one of uh, She Anime Podcast. Um, so this anime is a new addition to the list, and that is because I'm obsessed with it. Like literally, I'm like I am like constantly still talking about it. Like the show's been over for like the second season's been over for a while now, and I'm still talking about it. Um, I absolutely adore the manga. And I love the light novel series and I cannot wait for the movie to come out this fall and then probably a third season. And I'm just super excited. It's one of my favorites and I will not stop talking about it, especially uh, Geek Crimson. Sounds like you're number one. (laughs) (laughs) Geek Crimson though, Geek Crimson. No, (laughs) I love him. Um, Number nine, Neuro Rise of the Yokai Clan. Um, this has been a favorite of mine for a long time, probably since it came out. Um, and it is like, it, like I still to this day, like I will put it on if I just want to just watch something. It's super simple. It's literally about a boy who is a quarter yokai and he is the next head of the clan. And it's super, it's just super cute. And I just love the entire just the entire story and um i wish they didn't an- they had animated the entire series but they didn't they did uh, not. because it Those was still rooms. ongoing at the time i wish they would go back and just do one more season they literally only need like one more season but the two seasons we did get are very very good um number eight blast of tempest you guys like shakespeare mm-hmm. do you 
like murder? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you oh. like mystery? One of those mm-hmm. so far. Do you like fantasy? Mm-hmm. And this Trouble. anime is for you because it is based off of The Tempest and Hamlet. Oh, um, and it is very, very, very good. Um, it is one of my favorites. Um, obviously, because this is the I was gonna say list. top 10 list. I'm gonna go call you out on that. I was gonna let you have it. I was gonna let you no, have it. No, you could call me out on it because that's like my favorite word is to say favorite because I have we a lot of favorites. Though. Um, but it is so good and I it's hard for me to talk about it because I'm like, I try to, I, I try to explain to somebody, but then I give like everything away and I'm just like, I don't want to give everything away. Um, and it, it's one that I do go back and rewatch because just the way that they kind of incorporate everything is really cool because there's this underlying, like, uh, like murder, like mystery plot that's going on as well as like this, like, cool plot that's going on and it's just it's just really 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 cool um and i absolutely adore it uh number seven my only shoujo romance on this list uh say i love you yes um and i love you i i've loved this series for the longest time i just finally finished reading the um manga series i think last year because it had just finally finished in 2020 i believe um which if you have not read the manga series go read it it's beautiful um and the only reason that this one is my top favorite though is because my absolute favorite romance of all time has an ova and it's a shit OVA, and it's the worst thing I've ever, ever seen. What is it? What's that um, one? I don't want to butcher it. It's only in Japanese. Okay, Please. then I don't. I probably won't. don't worry about You've it. Probably I, never. I remember this because I never remember what it is until Cat says I only know it in Japanese. Ah. Yeah, I go yes, and then I have it yes. saved. Yes, it's it's a really good series. Um, but uh, I wish that the it had been better. Um, but so say, I love you takes my first spot then. Um, and it's just, it's just a really, uh, really interesting, interesting story. Um, and definitely worth checking out. And of course it falls into the romance trap of it's only 13 episodes. Go read the manga. Um, (laughs) it really is. Um, number six, Hockenden, eight dogs of the East. Historical drama with fantasy elements and hot men. Yes, please. Written by a BL author. So you uh, feel a bunch of BL undertones. Fuck yes. Um, Literally, if you've ever seen um, Super Lovers, it's written by the exact same author. Um, It's just it's about um, Hockenden. um, Actually, and you have to be very careful when you're looking up Hockenden Eight Dogs of the East. Because there is actually another Hockenden Eight Dogs of the East. Just written by somebody completely else. Um, and it is an animated series um, and it tells the exact same story. It's just a little bit different. Um, and I adore it. Uh, the main uh, voice actor for it is um, uh, Tetsuya Kakihara, who most people know as uh, Natsu from Fairy Tale. So um, definitely recommend checking that out. Um, and then number five, Pandora Hearts. People sleep on Pandora Hearts like they sleep on its sibling series, Case Study of Vanitas. But I mean, 
actually Vanitas might actually be more popular than Pandora Hearts now because I swear I hear people talking about uh, Vanitas now all the time because of the fact that Vanitas actually is a little bit more mature than um, Pandora Hearts and has a lot of spicy scenes in it. And so people are very excited about the spicy scenes. Uh, but Pandora Hearts is really good because it's um, got a, um, it's very loosely inspired by um, elements of Alice in Wonderland and like Wizard of Oz. And it's really, really good. I highly recommend it. Uh, 25 episodes. Um, it does have an anime only ending. So if you, um, it, it does have a conclusion to the anime. Um, but if you are like, eh, I kind of was dissatisfied with the uh, ending of the anime series the manga series is complete and really well as well um keto how about you all righty then <laughs> um y'all know i've said it 30 times already i've been wrestling with what i wanted to do ask me a two months and this will change probably um but number 10 is one you've actually heard us rave about on here. And it's, mm-hmm. um, oh no, I'm sorry, I lied to you. Number 10 is something you never heard me rave about at all. <laughs> I it's was called, like, what? I was called, like, I don't think so. Uh, listen, I mixed up nine and 10 for a second. Uh, 10 <laughs> is something called, <laughs> my roommate is a cat. <laughs> and it's one that it's so might cute. be so surprised. It's adorable. And I wanted to pick at least one, what I'm going to call slice of life for my list. And again, p- instead of picking something that was more, um, God, there's so much nostalgia in me and there's so much like, I had fun. But like I said, when I picked this top 10, I was trying to be critical about parts of it. And I just think My Remit as a Cat is a great combination of what a good slice of life should be. And as someone who loves slice of life, I had to pick one. So that's why I said, ask me in two months and it might change. But for now, I'm gonna say My Remit as a Cat. Um, it's funny, it's deep. It's adorable. That's how we go. Number nine, you've heard a squeal about many a times. Uh, it snuck its way in. I was wrestling with this one as well, uh, but I've given number nine Moriarty the Patriot because I'm a slut for mystery. I have a I question though. Have you finished it yet? Yes, I finally finished it. Okay, good. I did because I knew I, I couldn't. Do, I, I couldn't. You knew you could put it on the list if you didn't finish it. I didn't finish it, so I finished it about two weeks ago. But I, I got it. But you didn't tell us. I know, no, I like you didn't I tell didn't us tell so that we I could. Had an girl. I needed your I reaction. I was waiting for Kenzie so we could do it together. You should have told me you were watching it, and then I would have done it. No, <laughs> I'm like, all right, it's, it's fine. fine. So now Ken's got to go watch it. <laughs> My thing was, and that's one that, like I said, again, that's movable. But I was, I was, oh, when I was wrestling with it, when I get down to my number two, you'll understand why I was like, can I say no to a mystery? Because I love Sherlock Holmes <laughs> and I love mystery style. So I let it take number nine. Number eight, as mentioned, it made my list just code Gios. It is just, um, and I think uh, you said it really well earlier. It is a critical thinking <laughs> kind of anime. It's the type that's, I didn't think I could like politics in a show and then mm-hmm. I watched Code Geass and I was like this is literally so well put together thought out I laughed I sobbed I, it has really fun <laughs> you know fighting giant things so like uh it's it's classic again I'm a, I'm a nuance you know I love stuff that came out when I was in my phase a lot of kids are in now watching anime uh and this one fits that bill so Code Geass number eight um, number seven is Roroni Kenshin. Again, y'all know that Nostalgia Brain is going. I watched this years ago and I rewatched it later again. And it's another example of how I didn't know I could like politics in a, in a, in a story. Um, 
I really love the balance of a really nice jovial kind of like protagonist and you're getting that adventure type anime that you see when you know you've got your crew of people that are going to be like their squad but then you have this this past that's haunting our protagonist um that bleeds into the structure of society i think it's just really well put together number six is inuyasha i am riding this nostalgia train all the way up to the top um i actually wasn't sure if i was going to put inuyasha in my top 10 i know that's like crazy for y'all because i talk about it all the time (laughs) but the anime only goes partway through the manga then there's like a several years and it came back and they finished animating the end of it but they just put everything else in like 20 episodes so it's a little different it's a little different of flavor but like of how they did it so I wasn't sure just based on creation like do I love what they did to it but eh nostalgia won that fight if you haven't ever seen it y'all should give it a shot it's really good y'all just long not like not too long but long enough and then number <laughs> five goes to Trigun now that's what I actually want people to watch. Um, Vast the Stampede is fantastic. It's not particularly long. Um, again, you laugh, you cry. It is a solid story. Kind of blew blew my mind the first time I had watched it. The second time I watched it, I was like, okay, I see why it was good. I like it. Um, that's where I am. So yeah, there you go, my 10 through 5. Cool. My turn. Uh okay, so number 10 for me is Psyche K. Um that's funny. I love my comedies, y'all. And Psyche K is the exact comment. Like, it's my humor through and through. Um, the breaking of the fourth wall. Um, it's so <laughs> constantly. Um, and it's just, it's gold. I know, I know that's not the general opinion in this group. <laughs> that shit funny. She's finally, no, she's funny. literally just getting me. her her moment to <laughs> to rave about psychic. It's, it's, um, okay. it's okay. It's okay. Um, number nine is the Promise Neverland season one. What season one? What season you allowed it? Hey, yeah, but what season two? What season two? It never there got is, a season, season two. Listen, the Promise season two lives in the same place as Pocahontas 2. They're just See, not there. no, no, no. That's happen. the reason it's number nine is because they never finished animating the series. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Of course. That yeah. right. True. yeah, so that's why there's only season one there. Yeah. Eight is The Great Pretender. I do love I a good... I fucking love The Great Pretender. I, lo- I love a good con artist heist, uh, which is why I also loved Super Crooks. They're both very similar. I need to watch um, that. Me too. It's a quick watch too. You can watch it all on Netflix. Um, Jonah Scott, Johnny Bolt. It's great. Um, so seven is Moriarty the Patriot. Hey. We love Sherlock and uh, we love the, the Moriarty. Hot body. Literally. Moriarty. Moriarty. The hot body and Sherlock. Number six is actually my hero. I do love my hero. Um, as ridiculous as it's getting, I do love it. Um, and number, I struggled with this one because I really wanted it to be in my top three as well. But especially with the Entertainment District arc going the way it's going right now, and after Mugen Train as well. But I think Demon Slayer has my number five spot. It was so tough to like not put it in my like top three, but I think my top three I've been pretty solid on for a while now so demon slayer had to be up there but it's not in my top three but man they're killing it this good season shit. with the entertainment district shit. arc it is so good pete what about you 
Oh, awesome. Um, I kind of teased it earlier. My number 10 is the anime that inspired me to start doing my podcast. And it's called mm-hmm. A Place Further Than the Universe, which is kind of funny because it's about four girls going to Antarctica. <gasps> and so why would that really inspire me? But the, the story is about following your dreams, your passions, you're just going with it. Like if you if you latch on to something, go for it. And it happened. Uh, me, I watched it during a, a time in my life where like I was trying to like figure out who I am and like what I wanted to do. And I was really getting involved with anime and this anime kind of just like, I'm still make a podcast. Like screw it. Like I'm gonna talk about it. See if anyone on the internet Hell wants to yeah. listen. And that's what started everything. It's always going to be in my top 10 because of that reason. I do think that there are other shows that are better than it, but just because of the, like the emotional aspect of the show, it's never going to leave my top 10. Uh, number nine is Haikyuu. I think it is, the best representation of sports in anime, especially yes, yes. from somebody yes. who um, I've played competitive sports my entire life. And I definitely just feel like how it gravitates towards the competitiveness is what really grasps me. I think season three, uh, Shiro Torizawa versus Karasuno is the best arc in anime history. I I think it's they kill everything, especially Battle of the Concepts, which is from the OST which I think is like one of the best like sound or like songs from a soundtrack ever. It just encapsulates everything that is involved with that high energy aspect of sports. And I just absolutely adore Haikyuu. Number eight is Love is War. I think this is one of the examples of, even though it's like a comedy, I think it's one of the best written shows ever. Uh, it's my number three manga of all time. I absolutely adore Love is War. It is hilarious. It's heartwarming. I think the dialogue between the characters is just outstanding. And I look forward to every chapter. We're getting season three in April. I cannot wait to watch more Love is War. Uh, number seven is Mob Cycle 100. Has my favorite character in anime history of Reagan. Uh, it does an incredible job of mixing a serious undertone with uh, a mostly comedy-based show and having those heartwarming like father-son moments between Reagan and Mob, I absolutely adore. I think Mob is such a good boy that whenever he's on screen, it makes my heart grow two sides bigger. <laughs> I I just absolutely adore the chemistry with all the characters of Mob Psycho. I, In terms of technical like standpoints, it's one of the best directed anime I've ever seen. Bones just absolutely killed it. I mean, they're a top tier studio for a reason. Mm-hmm. It shows in Mob Psycho. I can't wait for season three, hopefully later this year. Uh, yeah, I love Mob Psycho. Number six is Hunter Hunter. Uh, inter- I have my Hisoka t-shirt on right now. Amazing. Um, <laughs> the only show I can think that I think has like three god tier characters with uh, Hisoka, Kila, and Kurapika. I think the cast is just wonderful. I also think it does a great job of what long-running shonen struggle with is creating content. There's so little filler in Hunter Hunter where I feel like every episode is meaningful, where you have something like Naruto, which is literally 41% filler, which draws my <laughs> attention away from the story where Hunter Hunter, I'm engaged fully in every episode. And last but not least, this is how I do four through one's a little interesting. My number five anime, I actually think is the best anime ever created, in my opinion, in terms of writing, directing, sound, visuals. And it's the movie called Perfect Blue, written by Satoshi Kone. And it's a murder mystery psychological thriller. Um, it's it's hard. A lot of people haven't seen it just because Satoshi Kone, the, the director. Yeah, so yeah. 
Satoshi oh, Kon, okay, yeah. Yeah, Satoshi Kon probably in this day and age would probably be one of, he'd be like Miyazaki level if he didn't pass away. Mm-hmm. Um, he also wrote like uh, Tokyo Godfathers, The Tale of Princess Kaguya, Millennium Bad. Actress. Yeah. So he's like a really well-known director. However, this movie kind of fell underneath the cracks, I think, in modern day. And to me, I think it's just so well-written. I know we talked about it earlier, how if we just had no script, we would just ramble on for hours. When we did our perfect (laughs) blue review, we talked two hours before our recording, and then our recording was over two hours. And that says something with how, like the quality of the film, that we had four hours of content that we could talk about. And I just thoroughly enjoy Perfect Blue. I think it's honestly the best anime ever created. It's just four through one have has that emotional impact to me. That's why it's in my, t- those are higher rank than what Perfect Blue is. So those are my 10 through five. Nice. I have to rewatch that. It has been a long time. I know. Perfect Blue. <laughs> now you got me going to r- run back and, uh, and check that one out. All right. Yeah. We've got to work our way up. Um, so now we got to go from number four to number two, not revealing our top anime yet. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Cat. Okay. So Tokyo Ravens is my number four. Um, this was one of my favorite anime from 2013. Um, I literally um, quote this anime all the time um and i also need you guys to know that this is like one of the anime that i bonded with my sister over and she actually nicknamed me after the main character so if you ever hear anybody near me call me tora or baka tora that's my sister because the main character harutora that he's kind of an idiot and so they all call him an idiot the entire time um it's also one of the first times that i ever got to uh interact with Clifford Chapin and just saying he is the reason why I started doing full anime reviews because nobody had done a full anime review of Tokyo Ravens and he's like ah I wish somebody would actually do a full review of it and I was like bet and so I did it and he actually read it and he gave me props on it and so did Monica Rodal and I was just like so this anime holds a special place in my heart um number three hurts me that it's um my third spot but number two and one hold different you know places in my heart uh full metal alchemist the masterpiece of all masterpieces and this is both full metal and full metal brotherhood i was about to ask so it's both yes. of them combined yes, thank you because you can't have one without the other it's the full franchise it's including Sacred Star of Milas. It's including Conqueror of Shambhala. Shambhala. Like, yes, it's including it all. Like you guys know, we had a two and a half hour episode just about Full Metal. It wasn't even enough. And it wasn't even enough. We need another Full Metal episode because that's how amazing Full Metal is. We didn't even touch the surface. If my top two didn't exist, this would be my favorite anime of all time. But number two, The Gray Man. Now, when I say I was obsessed and still am obsessed with the gray man, I mean it like the gray man is the reason why I started spending money on manga and DVDs and merch, like posters, all of the stuff. Um, It's the reason why I fell in love with Todd Habercorn. It's the reason I fell in love with um, Jason Liebrich. Like it is. And, and, I love it so much. The manga has gone on hiatus like four times and I'm still holding on to it as one of my top favorite anime. 
Oh, uh, that's some Hunter Hunter energy. Right now. <laughs> uh, like it, like it hasn't been updated. Like the most recent volume came out in 2020, which was chapters that were collected from over the course of like 2016 to 2020. Um, and that's how many chapters we've gotten over the course of like four years. Um, but D. Grayman is just that series for me. And again, women just know how to do it. It's one of my favorite female fronted like anime series. Like I adore it so much. Keto. All right, y'all. Number four, I will be tying. I do not care that it is cheating. I told y'all <laughs> my name right now in our like chat. You know, we all stare at each other. You all know how this works, listeners. Is literally I cheated and I don't care. So number four, I am calling the movies because I <laughs> will forever be no, I'll leave you alone. I am a Ghibli girl at heart, y'all. Specifically Miyazaki. I love that's a combination of the nostalgia and quality Mm -hmm. and I won't shake that I can't I'll put my foot down on that all day Uh, and I have three of those movies that I feel like are personally the best ones for me um most people always usually agree with Howl's moving cast and spirited away but castle in the sky oh my gosh yes 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 i love Uh, that i've literally tied all three of those and i'm not even gonna sit here and sing the praises because anyone for the most part of the anime circle a lot of people ghibli was their first entry you know interest in anime because it comes spirited away was mine yeah and there's so many different like you know elements i'm not even gonna go into it but like i just i didn't think i was i wasn't gonna count movies at all but then i didn't know what to put here and I was like, well, what means enough? And the answer was uh, was Miyazaki. So that's what's here. Um, and then my number three um, is, um, um, it's Yuri on Ice. Um, Duh. <laughs> I really want to give you a thorough description and analysis of why Yuri on Ice deserves this slot, but just I'm just going to cry into the microphone and go, oh! <laughs> just go listen to our yuri on ice episode to see why i don't re-watch anime unless it's been years like i watched it when i was 12 mm-hmm. so then i decided to watch it when i was 24 you know what i mean i don't re-watch it i'm not that type of person other people i know love re-watching the favorite show over and over again i am not that kind of person I have watched Yuri on Ice no less than 34 times. I, it's a problem. It is true. I keep uh, watching the it. same way. If I'm happy, <laughs> I watch Yuri on Ice. Look, man, something great happened to me today. You know what I want to watch? Yuri on Ice. Something miserable happened to me today. You know what I want to watch? Yuri on Ice. I I'm really need to pick me up. Yuri on Ice. I need to throw it out there like, I that I literally came across a uh, Victor uh, edit on TikTok and literally looked at some comments and saw Keto commented on it. I need to Come watch Yuri on Ice now. <laughs> I need to watch the show. I think at one point I was rewatching it. I was talking and I was in the middle of rewatching it and I felt really shitty. And I was like, I need to go back to the beginning. I feel like Barcelona Yuri. I feel like Sochi Yuri. I need to run it back. So it, it got number three because I've watched it too many fun it's on my walls all the look you can see it in the background not that pretty but i literally have have it all over it's a problem i from an analytic standpoint it shouldn't really be a number three no but it's gonna be and i will die on that hill (laughs) um number two no one ever talks to me about it's detective conan that is a god 
that fit of nostalgia and um it and, wouldn't uh, be a she anime podcast it. episode if you didn't mention detective conan it's one of the reasons when people get mad at me when i say i don't watch one piece and i'm not going to it they're like everyone's always like it's too long i was like no that's not the problem okay i watch a 1000 episode anime okay i have seen every single that's a lie i'm three episodes behind i've only seen <gasps> 1026 you're episodes. behind on detective oh, no. conan i had to watch all this other shit all right but catch it up <laughs> i'm the new season started we stopped the break during the break i was up to date but i'm like three episodes by it's literally like an obscene number of episodes long and i mentioned this when i talked about number nine y'all i fucking love mysteries okay i love mysteries to my entire hardcore and the only reason i can watch an anime as long as i've been watching detective conan um like i said yuri if yuri on ice is in my top three because i've watched it too many times detective conan is here because i am still watching it <laughs> i like <laughs> a thousand episodes guys and i still love it uh the plot is i couldn't really tell you the main plot anymore i mean i know what it is it doesn't move y'all think these <laughs> running shonen are the king of fillers nobody understands filler out of a thousand episodes i want to tell you that 200 matter i really do <laughs> but i'm not in it for the deep overreaching thing but i love i'm one of those people that write you know i watch crime shows all the time give me criminal minds give me csi give me those type things and that is what detective clarin is every single episode is a new murder mystery uh and i don't get tired of it i love the characters i think they're fun and they're sweet and sometimes i'm like damn what did i just watch and sometimes i'm like come on kids <laughs> i think it's a great blend I will watch it till it ends. When will I will I might die first? I don't know. I mean, the author's older than me, so he'll die first. But I will see. But that's <laughs> it. That's my. Uh, that's four through two. Shay, come on. All right. So as we get higher in my list, you realize that I watch anime for my mental health. So therefore, I can what? only watch comedy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so number four is Way of the House Husband, y'all. I literally am obsessed with both the manga and the anime. I've rewatched it so many times. I'm glad the first and like second part of it came out so close together. Mm -hmm. um, we love Jonah Scott. Um, Tatsu's just amazing. Tatsu and Miku's relationship is amazing. And although the anime leaves something to desire, um, I think it's perfect for the tone of the anime mm -hmm. um the fact that it is like almost a slideshow <laughs> uh, but it it adds it adds to the comedy i think and the comedy is top tier um especially if you like a little like dumb comedy mixed with a lot of puns Mm -hmm. Like that's what a lot of puns. there's so many puns <laughs> but it's amazing um another comedy in my number three spot um and this one is very recent it's life lessons with urumichi oni-san she was good too <laughs> also so good um if you have ever worked with children in your life or if you are in your mid to late 20s to your mid 30s and absolutely hate your job oh yeah. this show is for you <laughs> <laughs> sell it Shay. Um, sell the show uh, literally, the, the I know I have good mutuals on Instagram because some of them will post in their story. They'll post like a quote from Uramichi and be like, is this not me? Um, <laughs> literally everything he says. And it's the one anime that I've gotten Adam 
to be like, hey, can we watch this? When I told him that the dub was out, he was like, oh, we should watch that tonight. And I'm like, you want to watch anime? You told us that he asked (laughs) you the one day he came up to you and asked you if he could watch it. I was like, Adam asked you to watch an anime? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) My partner who loves football and loves um, boring podcasts and... And like, um, and the news asked if we could watch Life Lessons with Nerdimichi Onisan, but that's mostly because he also works in a performance uh, career, often interacting with children. And it's literally the perfect depiction of our lives. And it couldn't be funnier. It is so funny, so relatable. Love it. Number two, I cheated. So I have two. I cheated um, more than one, so I feel bad. <laughs> so so we'll call it like two and a half, two and two and a half, I guess, maybe. <laughs> um, but Yuri on Ice and Skate. I mean, they're both animes about gay skaters. So yeah, I mean they are. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean get lumped in the same category, but I'm with keto. I've watched rewatched Yuri Yuri on Ice too many times to count on both both my hands and my toes. Thank you, um, Shay. It is fine. Uh, <laughs> I literally am like, oh, I'm bored, but I really don't want to start something that I have to be super invested in. Yuri on Ice, because I'm still going to enjoy it either way. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they released History Maker 2021, I stopped mm-hmm. the entire time I listened to it. It's fine. Um, Skate literally created this podcast uh, yes, because we were talking about it so much in a Discord server that, that, that we like, took over the yeah, that we took server. over the server. So we we're like, <laughs> why not talk about this to the public then? And the fact sure. that, that part, I just heard podcasts that jumped in. <laughs> the fact that the brain rot for Skate has not left, like we're still all to this day brain rotting over Skate. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, and skates brought me like, not that I make cosplay a profession um, and I'm not trying to, it is something I do for fun and I don't try to make money off of it or, or like create opportunities for myself, but skate and cosplaying from skate quite literally has created opportunities that I never thought possible in my cosplay career. So um, that's cool. Yeah, and so I, I tie those for my number two spot. If I had to put one like a little above the other, I think I would put Yuri on ice. And so like skate would be two and a half and Yuri on ice would be two. <laughs> I knew that answer because yeah. I, knew, I, knew, I knew you understood. <laughs> so Pete, give us yours. Yeah, uh, my number four, this is my Yuri on ice. Um, I think I've rewatched it like nine or 10 times. And it's also, I think only the second Isekai on here, that's Konosuba. Um, it's a combination of a few things one i think the show is absolutely hilarious i fell in love with it almost immediately i love the style of comedy it's my style of comedy and the second reason was the movie was in theaters and this is when i was kind of just getting really into anime and i was like nobody watches konosuba we're gonna go to the movie theaters gonna be like four people because when i saw like a silent voice in theaters there was like four people i'm like whatever it's gonna be fun whatever i'm still gonna enjoy this walk in there it's sold out uh, like wow. 100, 150 plus people for the Konosuba movie. And it was one of the most, it was probably the best movie going experiences I've ever had. Everybody was just laughing their ass off. I was having a great time. The movie also itself was just incredible. And it just like stuck with me that I was like, oh, there are people like me out here. And we're all enjoying the same thing. So that was a major plus for Konosuba. I love it. Number three, um, 
fun fact my favorite genre in manga and anime is romantic comedy and to me that this was just this is just like my high school relationship in a nutshell and that's Toradora <laughs> um so cute fun story about Toradora um and I think Kat can maybe relate to this in Minnesota we get really bad snowstorms and one time while I was watching Toradora for the first time my uh power went out my internet went out and the mobile internet wasn't like good enough to stream so i went to my 24-hour gym sat on like a bike so i could use their wi-fi <laughs> and watch toradora at 2 a.m uh that's how obsessed i was with toradora and Amazing. finished it that night i love that story thank you yeah so <laughs> if you ever at the snap fitness in richfield minnesota i watched toradora <laughs> on an exercise bike at about four o'clock in the morning so obviously that has that holds a special part in my life because no other oh, anime has oh. ever made me do that and then number two is just the best the most well-written anime of all time the characters are incredible I, there's just so many good things to say about that and it's full metal alchemist brotherhood it's Thank just you it's yeah, just keep a, praising it everyone it, can do it at one point mm-hmm. it's, <laughs> a ma- it's a masterpiece in all aspects directing uh music especially has four ops not many animes have more multiple ops can just be like all four just bangers and they do that with full metal alchemist i also think like roy mustang is like one of the best characters yes. ever in anime okay. uh, you know you're getting respect back from the whole hunter hunter thing right now yeah. <laughs> good, job. good job and then my hot take for full metal alchemist i like alphonse better than edward so um other than me I'm too okay. me Honestly, too okay. and i didn't okay. get to say that because i wasn't here for that episode. i was gonna say i was like shay wasn't here for that episode and literally yelled at us about not mentioning nobody Sorry. Yeah. Al- Alphonse is kind of like the younger version of my favorite character in any series. It's called Berserk. I even have like a tattoo of Berserk. I absolutely adore it. His name is Guts. And I just resonate with that style of character. So I absolutely adore <laughs> Alphonse and Roy Mustang. They're like two of my all-time favorites. So that's my number two, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. All right, Kenzie. All right. So um my number four is a newer one uh jujitsu kaisen and i know it's new but my goodness it's i'm also reading the manga and i hope that's not influencing me and i don't think it is because i'm pretty sure when i watched season one i was like i'm it took a top spot um in my non-existent rankings um (laughs) but uh it don't i think the only reason it is lower is it only has one season thus far um The animations from MAPPA, so obviously it's incredible. The fight scenes are so crisp and clear. Um, The characters are wonderful. Um, I really love the author not using female characters as a plot device. They have their own personalities and their own stories and their own strength. Um, It's it's, And it's such a fresh topic, a new idea. You literally start the anime with like, hey, you can die now or you can die later. Which do you want to do? And yet it's still so fun. Um, I, and happy at times you do cry at times. While I, cry. <laughs> I did make keto cry a couple times with talking about that one but it's the I just, noms I, it's it's the, the it was the pre-nom and then the post pre-nom and post-nom yeah i'm in post-nom i love y'all so much for remembering my nonsense <laughs> um, but that's why it's in the fourth spot um number three is bungo stray dogs mm-hmm. it's fucking amazing and i'm really mad that none of you have finished it except cat you I'm you so, i was gonna say i was so, like i'm gonna so finish it before sorry. we record our episode but I yeah, say, I was like, that's I the best i can do for you. for you and then i became obsessed anyways so 
I think the characters are amazing. I really love the concept that they're based off of literature. I am a huge literature nerd. So you I are. love, I am. I just really love I it. I wonder where your number one is with all this literature. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's got the mystery elements in it. Um, I really like the storyline. I, I also am way behind on the manga, but I like where the story is going. Um, it always keeps me guessing. I don't always guess it. A lot of shows I guess where we're going and I hate that um so this one doesn't do that but still I'm like oh I can see how we got here instead of just coming out of left field um I think the stories are really profound I I just really love it all all around and then number two maybe Pete and I can have some common ground here there we go is <laughs> brotherhood everyone should talk about it <laughs> uh yeah. it, it was my top since it was my first anime it was the first anime I ever watched um and it only got it only got unseated two years ago. I, I know. I think I tried watching anime after Full Metal, and I was like, "Why? Why is no. it not as good?" <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't find anything. Um, it's amazing storytelling. It has amazing music. Uh, goodness, the OP and EDs are just all on a playlist that I have. Um, the characters are wonderful. Again, with the female characters not being plot devices and having their own strength and their own storylines. Um, and it also has a little bit of nostalgia because it is my it was my oh, first anime yeah. that I ever watched. And the um, female author. Correct. Yeah, the female that's why author. it's good. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> that's why it's good. But I will die on that hill. My number one is also a female author. So yeah, that is everything but the top one, guys. <laughs> cool. So uh, the moment everyone's been waiting for, listening this whole time, hopefully, and not skipping any of it just to get to our number one. I'm glaring at you listeners. You can't tell. Um, what is your top anime? And take a little bit of time to tell ex exactly why it's in that number one spot, because obviously it's in that number one spot for a reason. So we're going to start with Keto. Hello, it is Keto, and I am cheating for my number one. And that is because <laughs> I've had the same answer for my number one for over a decade, and it's not changing. I'm, I told you all before, ranking's not a thing for me. This was torture. I would change, like literally in two months, I might change my mind on where half these things are. Half of them might not even be a list anymore. And it'll just be replaced by stuff I've already seen. I, I don't do rankings, but this is an answer I will always have. And my favorite anime, period, is FMA and Sailor Moon. Both of them, they are different entities and I love them for different reasons, but I believe both deserve their complete respect. I will let you go on full metal. We have all, everyone is talking about full metal <laughs> at this point. I don't need to go into the details. You all know it's good. I would cat on this because I know FMAB means a lot to some people. I'm talking the whole fucking franchise. I watched the original in 2003 on cable, screaming and crying. They came out with the new one and I go, they made it sadder. And they were like, no, it's just the manga. It doesn't get to grow everything. Everything. It cannot disappoint me. No version of it can. Uh, top tier. It is one of the best written stories, mm -hmm. as Pete said. I can't, like, yeah, mm, go. Uh, and, my, and my other number one, y'all, is Sailor Moon. And that is 50% nostalgia and 50%. It's good as fuck and nobody ever knows. Mm -hmm. I feel like everyone who watched Sailor Moon, if you watched it, you watched it when you were a kid on Cartoon Network, okay? That's been. so <laughs> much more. So yeah. wait, for one, four kids did us wrong, okay? Yeah. <laughs> okay? <laughs> like, I don't need to even begin with my cousins. Anyways, so they, like, changed character ages, and I was like, why Why would you do this? So I love this. 
But like, uh, y'all have heard me do this rant before. Sailor Moon was one of those things where I come in after school when I was fucking nine years old. And it was Dragon Ball Z at four. I mean, it was Sailor Moon at four and Dragon Ball Z at 4.30. And mm-hmm. you went outside to play. You came in to watch the two shows and you went back outside to play. And it was built into me. And then when I was uh, going to college, I was like, you know what? I haven't watched it literally my whole life. Sailor Moon. Like, was it actually good? Or do I just was 10 year old to be really good? You and I literally lived the exact same life. Says about, <laughs> says about enough of the fact that you and I are the exact same age. So that Correct. just tells so much Correct. that we both watched it in our childhood and then rewatched it again in college. <laughs> uh, well, it was before. It was right before I went. It was right before because mm-hmm. I remember very clearly. I was packing. I had uh, won a laptop. Old story. It was the first time I'd ever had my own thing to watch something on. And you know, back then, you know, we're talking about 2010. Back then, <laughs> everyone didn't have smartphones yet. You didn't watch all this Crunchyroll and Funimation and all that. Were still hard yet. to have accounts. They weren't there. They didn't have stuff. Well, you didn't know. You was looking for a legal entity to watch these. And um, I just remember having my laptop up, watching it while I was folding all of my clothes for college and weeping as a 17-year-old. And I was like, no, it's still fucking good. And so I have consumed it. This is another one where I say it's the franchise. Everything about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I personally, the very first season to me is one of the simply, like, the best seasons of an anime for me that, I, that I've watched. Like, it had everything I wanted. In an original first season. Um, I think some of the other stuff may have been a little bit busier, but whatever, it's fine. It's still fabulous. They redid it when they did Sailor Moon Art. All of it, all of it. Fantastic. I think one of my favorite lines I got when I was on TikTok the other day and somebody was talking about, it was, uh, what is it called? It was it was one of those trends and they were dressed as uh, small lady, as dark lady, uh, the, the daughter of Sailor Moon. Uh, she has an entire side plot for those who don't have never watched it. And one of those plots is when she was literally thirsting after her own father. It's very sketch. Don't worry about the details. It, it makes sense in the storyline. Um, and I remember one of the comments was like, you know, every time I see something about Sailor Moon, I realize I have no fucking idea what Sailor Moon was about. And that's why I feel the world is about this. If everybody rewatched Sailor Moon, I'm just saying, you would change your mind and understand why I stand the fuck out of this show. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, to this day, that's still my default. Like the song I will sing at all days. Fighting evil by moonlight. Like everyone knows it. <laughs> and there's a reason. Um, Shay, your favorite. <laughs> I feel like everyone who's listened to this podcast has to know what my favorite anime is. <laughs> and also has to know what Kenzie's is as well. Um mm-hmm. We've both mentioned our favorite a lot. Um, We're very proud. <laughs> so my favorite <laughs> polar is, opposites. is and forever will be Haikyuu. Um, unless what? something comes in, completely blows it out of the water. Uh, Haikyuu is what reignited the passion for anime for me. Um, and also was like one of the first manga that I finished, like in its entirety, all the way to the end. Um, I for sure hope we get it animated. Um, but I am number one Hinata Kinney. Um, <laughs> if well, anybody, uh, <laughs> that was your that was your introduction. <laughs> our uh, our God, our, our resident ball- five two five two. No, uh, that's Nishinoya. No, no she's our she's our she's <laughs> know, our uh, still, she's our uh, ball of she's our um, ball of sunshine uh, protagonist. Uh, that, but uh, I love Haiku <laughs> to no end. Um, it literally can do me no wrong only can do me wrong i guess if they don't finish it 
please. If they don't finish <laughs> animating it. Um, Pete, for context, I have a running theory that we are going to get uh, two nationals. And then that will be the last we see of like a regular season of Haikyuu. And then Brazil is going to be an OVA. Yep. And then Time Skip will either be an OVA or a movie. I'd be shocked if they didn't finish the entire series just based off of how well the manga sells. And that's usually the driving right. factor. And that's usually the driving Yes, factor. exactly. Which um, is, is so like, I'm sad that Promise Neverland did the way it did because yeah. the manga was so, so good. Um, but Haikyuu is doing it right so far and they got to keep doing it right. Um, no but matter it's, how long we have to wait. Uh, yeah, I mean, waiting for even the dub announcement of season four, you know? It's um, coming this year. It's coming this year. Is it though? No, it is. Is it though? It is because they've already uh, they've already started pre-orders for the DVD release. Wow. Uh, oh, yes. okay. But like Pete said earlier, it is literally one of the best depictions of sports in an anime. And you know me, I've watched a lot of sports anime as well. And some of them are just ridiculous. And some of them focus more on the life around the sport rather than just the sport. And I think Haikyuu has the perfect balance between the life around the sport and the sport. Because we've watched a couple in the past like few seasons that have been like only about the sport. And we know nothing about the characters or we know everything about the characters and nothing about the sport. We're looking at you, Burning Comedy. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, still no, comedy. I learned a lot about comedy and nothing about anything else. Oh, I still don't know anything about comedy. <laughs> I don't I was thinking more along the lines of Remain, but... But just, also... Oh, <laughs> was disappointing <laughs> I was thinking wave or wave but... um, wave doesn't count wave was just awful that's <laughs> not that's awful wave, not good uh, we've seen a lot of not good sports anime um, in the past few seasons and you know Haikyuu just shines above them every single time no matter what season no matter what match and I literally don't care that they make one singular match go a whole season I don't care mm-hmm. every single moment is so edge of your seat that it it like it really really mirrors a real volleyball game mm-hmm. you just have to watch what's your it. favorite scene in season three can i ask oh my god oh i don't know you just short-circuited did everyone I know, else see I it? Know. Oh, my bad <laughs> <laughs> everybody's like oh my god um because it all blends together because i would say my favorite arc of all is season two the training arc Sure. where we get to meet everybody else because also something that Haikyuu does really well is lets us know who the other characters on the other teams really are which mm-hmm. in like some in uh, some other sports anime you just know that these people are big rivals we don't know anything about them but I can tell you everything about like Kuro and Kenma. I can tell you everything about Bokuto. I can tell you everything about like <laughs> about the Mia twins. Like I can tell you. I'm like you can tell me everything about every single one of these babies that's behind you, me. <laughs> I can tell you a lot more about Oyakawa than I can Yamaguchi, to be honest. Like <laughs> I do love Yamaguchi though. This is not Yamaguchi hate. It's fine. Um, but yeah, Haikyuu just does such a good job mm-hmm. with everything um and i hope they keep it up and i hope we get to see our little baby hinata grow because i mean if you haven't read the end of the manga by now he does he does spread his wings and he he flies high flies very 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 (laughs) 
I'm gonna make Keto cry. So, um, Pete. <laughs> I just gotta say, based off the IQ, uh, Tsukushima is like one of my favorite characters yes, in like anime. You don't want to tell me right now. when he was the first time. The block. The block is like. When when he just does like the subtle. Yes, just like oh my god, I love Tsukushima. He's so good. Um, I, he's my like. I just recently got into like kind of cosplaying, so I wear glasses. So yes. Um, but my favorite anime—that's what we're here for. <laughs> um, my favorite anime of all time. Uh, it's like very personal, and I'm not gonna get like super weepy about it. But it's Violet Evergarden. Um, cry about it, so. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Episode 10, for reference, I cried so hard that I went to work out so I could force myself to have endorphins. Oh like, my God. That, that <laughs> like, destroyed me. Um, episode 10 is, is the episode to destroy. Yeah. And I just love that the movie follows the plot of episode 10. Yes. Which is like, it's like one of my favorite episodes. And then just the, the conclusion to the story from the movie, basing it off of episode 10, was just. I thought like perfect in terms of writing. Um, one of like the really niche things that I love about Violet Evergarden is I think it has the best character wardrobe design in anime. Oh, I, I love I love how they just look and how they dress and the aesthetic of like the town that they live in really like encapsulated me into what Violet Evergarden was, along with the story of Violet Evergarden itself. It's funny because Violet is actually one of my least favorite characters in the show. And I like love her. I just, I'm so drawn to the cast that I think that's like kind of like what you were saying with Haikyuu, how you know everybody from like the other teams. Violet Evergarden isn't just about Violet. It's about the whole, like she came from nothing. She's a war-torn soldier and she's able to find well, her whole the whole goal is to find what love means, but she finds love in different meanings, not just like romantically, but she kind of has like a family for the first time. She has like something that she can do to support herself. And I really am drawn to those characters who never give up, even if you're in like the worst situation, like you always keep trying your best and overcome the situations that you're dealt with. Because sometimes life isn't fair, but you make the most of it. And Violet is just the encapsulation of that story. And I I absolutely adore it. Um, I think like, yeah, episode 10, along with also episode seven um, is just like brilliant writing. I don't know how, like, I don't cry easily. I've only cried to like four or five anime and I've seen a lot of anime and Violet is just like, it wrecked me. And for a show to do that, it means something. And I just, I, I could talk for hours about Violet Evergarden and how, the 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 music it's like one of the best soundtracks in music history or sorry anime history um it's just a, just an incredible journey through violet's life of being a war-torn soldier at 14 to the end of the, i'm not going to spoil anything but just the end the conclusion of what she's set out to find and it's just it's just perfect i i love violet evergarden if you haven't seen it even if it's not your style of show i would recommend it because even like my shonen bro friends gave Violet like a nine or a 10. They just were so drawn to the story that I think it's not necessarily for everybody, but I think you can find something, you can find a lot of good in it. And to me, it's just, it's just an incredible piece of work and I love it. And it's my number one anime of all time. Amazing. I love that for you. As someone who hates 
sad shit. And I mean, I hate, hate sad shit. Sad <laughs> shit. I hate even, it. Even I will say it's it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. Even if it's like, if you looked at it and go, that's not my show, you watch it anyway. It, yeah. It's worth a watch. I agree. I know you would. <laughs> all right kenzie we all know what this is but say it for the listeners Uh, i'll I'll take a break because i don't want to cry right after two of the people here saying i hate sad shit hey my favorite anime is banana fish (laughs) (laughs) um and i don't think it's a favorite for a lot of people um there's a lot of reasons it's a favorite um we can start with the fact that The Catcher in the Rye is one of my favorite books. Um, and the, it pulls so much from like Ash and Holden have so many parallels, that loss of childhood innocence um, idea that's thrown around and how AG is ugh, go watch our banana fish episode because I'm I not going to rant. I was going to say, I was like, go listen to banana fish. Episode listen, watch whatever, beautiful. you know, because oh how AG is seen as in Ash's eyes as an innocent figure, but he's not innocent at all because he's as, as soon as that first death occurs, AG's innocence is gone. Um, and you could even argue it was gone before then. Um, I have never hated a character more than I hated Dino. I have never screamed at a screen <laughs> more to just push him off a cliff. Like I was so done. I'm sorry. I, Arthur was right there. Arthur was right there. But then I love, I love the parallels of the characters, how Arthur and Ash, you know, are just products of their of their environments and how different it could be if Ash just grew up somewhere else or had parents that gave a shit. Um, and I I love the storytelling. I love how every episode is named after a famous book. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that it's a female author. <laughs> and I do think there are controversial parts to it. Um, and I can see why people would rank it lower or not rank it at all. But for me, it just holds such a special place in my heart. Also, Ash, Ash and I just, I felt too much. I didn't like it. Um, but again, if this episode is going to convince you to go watch things, huge trigger warning. It has everything triggering in it. Please don't go watch it if you're going to be triggered by any of those things things anything literally <laughs> literally go anything listen, go literally listen anything. to the first like maybe like five ten minutes of our banana fish episode just to get those trigger warnings <laughs> and decide if you feel comfortable enough watching it it's yeah um i'm not and that's why i'll never force anyone to watch an anime because <laughs> that one is it's heavy but also i the only thing i will say is that i wish they would have uh animated the epilogue oh my gosh yes the epilogue changed. needs to be animated it would have changed. Why would it think? No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this. It would have changed a lot of people. I turned my opinion. camera back on because I was going to cry regardless. Um. I think it would have changed a lot of people's opinions if they did animate that. Yeah. Um, I will say it's not very pretty, though. I mean, well, oh, the, it, was, the, it was made in the 80s. The manga is not pretty at all. And then the anime made it a little better. Um, but yeah, that's my number one slot. Kat, take us home. Okay, <laughs> probably <laughs> the one that I get the most hate for um, on my list. No, you would have got back in the day what you got hate for with Sword Art Online and you know it, but go ahead. No, actually, I got more <laughs> hate for this one. Really? Yes. That's surprising. Fairy tale. So, for whatever reason, power of friendship animes trigger the shit out of people and irritate the shit out of them and... Like, I have gotten so much hate for this being my favorite anime. Now, so, again, I know that it gets a lot of shit. 
But let me just tell you, when you are absolutely depressed, literally the lowest of the low in your life, and you find an anime that's all about found family that shows you that you don't need to be related by blood to the people that will be kind to you, you kind of hold on to that anime so close. And just everything about the relationships between all of the characters um, is just so like meaningful to me. Um, and a lot of that shit sticks home very closely to home and it's stuck with me this entire time. It's, you know, it's one of the longer running anime series that I have stuck with. And, um, like besides the, you know, big three anime, it is one of the more notably longer running, uh, shonen series. Um, especially because of the fact that it will also be coming back again for the sequel series of 100 Year Quest, which I'm so excited about. Um, and literally, like when I say that fairy tale saved my life, I really do truly mean that. Um, and for that reason alone, this will always be my favorite. Um, and like, there's a reason why like people like will shit on like Lucy as uh as one of the main characters but there's so much about Lucy that I just relate to so hard that like it's just she's she's that character where you know she's pushed off uh as like as some sort of like this is your purpose here, but that's not really what her purpose is. And that's just what people perceive her purpose as. And it's so relatable because that's just how, you know, how I was treated. So it's like, okay, cool. And then she took the initiative to run away and find a family that actually cares about her um, instead of sticking around. Um, and then plus it's fantasy and magic. And then it gave me one of my favorite characters of all time, Zeref. So like, I can't hate it. I can't hate the series at all. And (laughs) plus, uh, plus, (laughs) plus the music is absolutely beautiful. Um, (laughs) the same composer that, by the way, the composer of fairy tale, also composed all of the music for uh, Naruto Shippuden. So everybody that praises Naruto Shippuden and then hates on Fairy Tale, fuck you guys because it's the same music, <laughs> the exact same music. It's why it's shit a on the music. Oh yeah, I've never heard anyone shit on Fairy Tale I've... music. That soundtrack is fired. People shit on Fairy Tale all the time. Like I wish you guys Fairy Tale. No, no, like but I, I know, everything. but not everything, the music. Everything about Fairy Tale. Like I've had people like look. Shit people on it. love like, to pretend that they hate happiness. <laughs> they true. kind of, they kind of, they kind of do. Like I mean, I get the whole like Sword Art Online thing, but like the Fairy Tale one, like I have yet to have anybody convince me of a valid enough point about why they hate. Like the power. It's of- always friendship. That's they always say, their answer. They always, always say, their "I hate the power of friendship." And, and I was like, "Naruto." That's valid for Half them. Of it. And what's uh, valid Black for Clover. you is valid for you. <laughs> um, but that's that's all I got to say about fairy tale. <laughs> all right, well, listeners, I hope this was uh, educational for you, and mm-hmm. that you learned a lot more about us uh, than you ever thought you would. But thank you, listeners, for joining us for this week. And Pete, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we had a lot of fun. Hope you yeah, did as well. Yeah, I only wanted to fight you twice. That was pretty oh, good. Oh, <laughs> twice, twice, twice. Yeah. Two times. That's a, 
Yeah, well, we'll we'll have to have you back on um, (laughs) so that you can can fight us back. Um, What's that debate? Because you sound really analytical and I would love to do a debate episode and have you guess that back in. Yeah, you're more than welcome to join my podcast as well, whatever. uh, Yeah, you you watch a lot of seasonal anime and we try to watch a lot of seasonal anime and I I would love to pick your brain about some things that the other three have not seen, like such as like Odd Taxi and Sunny Boy. So, and I know you've seen Sunny Boy as well. Funny you say that. We have episodes of both shows on the podcast. See? <laughs> All right. So, um, I got to pick your brain later about some like okay. seasonal stuff that I've seen. Um, but otherwise, Pete, where can our listeners find you? Yeah. Um, we're, you can find us anywhere podcasts are found. If you like visual content, we are also on YouTube. So, if you want to see what I look like along with the rest of my co hosts, we have a YouTube as well. That's what do you say anime? Uh, we also, if you want to follow us on social media, the best way to do that is Twitter. That's uh, what do you say A N I on Twitter. And yeah, like you brought up, seasonal is my favorite episode of all time that I do is coming up, and it's the anime of the year episode. So if you're a fan Ooh. of seasonals, check out um, anime of the year 2021 coming out in I think when this comes out, in like two days. Uh, from this from Ooh, this recording i will so. definitely oh, yeah. check that out i want to check that out. i would love to know your and thoughts about anime of the year 2021 because yeah. yeah. i know we have our thoughts too i don't think we Me ever really too. talked about like what our 2021 like anime of the year would be no um my anyway. mind's gonna be very surprising i don't think a lot of people watched Ooh. it and i think it's absolutely incredible and if you like women authors not only is it written by a woman the show is all women so Oh, okay, we'll catch you in a minute. We will catch you there. Yeah. So yeah, so we don't spoil anything for what do you say anime is next episode. <laughs> um, thank you so much for joining us. Um, and of course you can always find us on our socials, which for Instagram and Twitter are She Anime Podcast. You can find us on Spotify. We're slowly rolling our backlog onto Apple. Um and also we have a few episodes up on youtube we also do twitch streams so um we we try to keep a consistent schedule but y'all you just have to watch out on instagram to see uh when we're streaming for the week because we have some crazy busy lives coming up and uh in fact you will only be getting the keto and kenzie show next week because cat and i will be at anime milwaukee all weekend so so as you are listening to this episode (laughs) yes as you are listening to this episode cat and i will currently be at a convention together in the real life in the flesh it'll be great um i can't wait to come back and hear kenzie just make keto cry for an hour but listeners until then goodbye Bye. Bye. Bye.